the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, and welcome to today's City Mission Hope for the Homeless podcast. I'm Dean Gartland, President and CEO of City Mission in Washington, PA. And today we're going to be discussing myth number two. Uh, people are homeless because they choose to be. And so on uh, our last podcast, uh, we um, talked about how, you know, people are homeless because the myth of they're lazy and don't want to work. And so we challenged that myth in our last podcast. And uh, and so we're going to challenge this myth as well. Uh, and um, I'm going to share just real briefly about why I am, you know, debunking this myth that people are homeless because they choose to be because I've been doing this work for about 40 years and um, and I've you know seen many and interviewed many uh, homeless men and women and um, I find that not to be true and many uh, people have you know obviously have said this to me so I, I just wanted to debunk this and the uh, um, so my experience has been basically that there's a whole lot that goes in behind why a person is homeless in the first place. And so when you see somebody on the street, I mean, you don't even think about that. You, you, you just see somebody who's homeless and sometimes you have all kind of different emotional responses to that. Well, you know, some people feel compassion and sorry for them or some people just feel like, you know, kind of disgusted that that person's sitting out in the open, not in the street. And uh, so... Uh, but they don't really think about and wonder what it was that happened in this person's life that brought them to this place where they are now sitting on our street corners or in abandoned buildings or uh, in homeless shelters or what have you. And um, so, and there's a lot that goes behind it. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I have with me in the audience or in uh, the studio with me today, uh, John Termina, we call him JT at the City Mission. He's one of our house coordinators. And so we're going to have a little bit of discussion about this. And JT is going to talk a little bit about his experience over the years of, of him working with uh, the homeless and as well as his current experience at the City Mission as a house coordinator and the folks that he's working with. Uh, welcome to the studio, JT. Thank you, Dean. Thank you very much. So what are your thoughts about what I just said about the, uh, um, you know, the myth that, the, you know, homeless people are homeless because they choose to be? I think it is a myth, and I think that that choice is based on a number of factors that they have no control over, and they can't get into um, a home. They can't get into a place to take care of them. So they, they're homeless. Um, a couple of the things that I've dealt with over the years and I'm dealing with specifically now is drug and alcohol abuse. It's such a, um, I guess, a wheel that like a gerbil's on that continually runs. There, there's no way to get off of that until you hit a, a point where it's just a dead stop. And a lot of people start drinking because of a job loss, because of a family situation, because they've lost a loved one. 
So there's many things that contribute to that, that it's not just, oh, I'm going to start drinking today. Mm. There's things that lead up to that, things that cause that. So when you're talking about this whole idea that people making this choice, uh, you're mentioning drug and alcohol. I think you also uh, mentioned mental health and uh, other extenuating issues in somebody's life that's impacting their ability to make a choice. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Those, the, the clients that you're working with, I mean, how many of those that you see that you're talking with are saying that, you know, just one day they just said, you know, I, I decide not to have a home <laughs> or I decide not to uh, live independently anymore. I'm just going to go out in the street. I mean, it, it seems to me there has to be some a, a number of things that have happened in a person's life before they actually end up having to make some bad decisions that put them in this situation. So to talk about that a little bit. Well, I think that honestly, none of the people that I work with now have ever said that to me. And if you look at it, I don't think anybody would want to be homeless, you know, because of being exposed to the elements, being exposed to the ridicule, being talked about, being pointed at, being ignored, being treated as badly as they are. So I don't think anybody wants that and makes that choice to be homeless. You're right. It does come from a beginning of something, Um, whether a person was physically abused as a child. He or she does not want to any longer be part of that family. So they run away. Are they homeless? Most probably. But it's not because they've chosen to, I'm leaving my family. I have a good family, and I'm leaving because I just want to live on the streets. That's that's not something that readily happens. If yeah. a person chooses to be homeless, it's very temporary. You know, I know, Speaking for myself, I chose to be homeless because I was writing a paper in college. You know, it was it, it was two weeks that I lived on the streets intentionally, but I went home at night or I went home during the day whenever it was. So I wasn't homeless, but I lived that life for a while. Well, it's interesting that you say that because that is a, a there is a, I guess, a um, an element in the homeless community, um, but it's a very, very uh minor element because I have people that I have uh, worked with uh, who were homeless but they were and they were homeless by choice but it's very 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 few of them that 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 were in this situation it was people that were going through a very difficult divorce and uh, their wives may have been or spouse was you know addicted to drugs or what have you and they separated they got divorced and they chose not to get a job because they didn't want to be on payroll uh, because otherwise the family court would have them to you know right. have to pay uh, uh, child support and they didn't and they did not and it wasn't that they didn't want to support their children it was they didn't want that their wives to get the money because they believed that they would be, abuse the money and and spend it on drugs or alcohol or what have you and so they chose to be homeless, and that's the only ones that I've ever come across that actually made that choice, and it was a choice because of their, you know, uh, 
problems they were having with their spouse. And, uh, and uh, they found other ways to try to support their children. Uh, they worked under the table. They got money. They sent it directly to their kids or something like that. But they did not want their wives. So that was a very – and I'll tell you, it's probably less than – uh, a quarter a percent or maybe even less than that of the homeless population across, you know, across this country that find that, that actually do that but uh, but the majority of the of the homeless uh, that I have um, been in contact with interviewed helped what have you uh, never came across that point in their life where they just made that choice um, I agree with you a hundred percent about the Alcohol influence, the the drug influence, the mental health disturbances that uh, someone might have that is not that where they're not processing information well mentally, and um, so they are making bad choices, but not necessarily because they thought it through, but simply because it's the lesser, it's the lesser pain, painful uh, decision to be made. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that too, um, you know. Because it seems like pain is a big issue when it comes to people that are homeless. Pain is an issue for anybody in life. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but for a lot of the homeless, uh, it seems like they're going from one point of pain and trying to find the lesser point of pain, and they just can't seem to find the end of it. Right. Well, you know, what you were talking about before just made me think. I, I had worked with a person who made that choice not to have a job, not to – get on the payroll, you know, all those reasons to, to hide himself because he knew what he was doing or what was going to happen to that money. But along with that, that person was homeless, even though he was couch surfing to coin a term, you know, he's staying with family or friends. He's, you know, I'm going to hang out here for a week or two. So I think that was in that, that's an important thing to know that even people who are homeless, still try not to be so when you're talking about that pain i think you talk about you know the physical pain you talk about the emotional pain you talk about the spiritual pain there's all these pains that a person deals with but because they've been dealing with it for in a certain way for so long they don't know anything else so they keep drinking they keep doing drugs um and once they get caught up in that cycle they don't see a a a, a hope for escape they don't see a way to escape, and they just, they just they just want to continue living the life because you know what, nobody really cares about me, you know. So it becomes that self fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. that um, I'm I'm just going to do this, I'm just going to stay where I am because people here know me, and people here support me, and I'm living with the same people under the bridge, and they know what I need, they're going to protect me, and that could there's nothing that could be further from the truth. Yeah, this is a it's a lonely life. Although the um, I guess the, the the community of homeless people, you know, they do t- tend to uh, help one another. They in terms of finding places to eat and places to clean up or places to get clothing and things like that. Um, I know at the city mission, our our goal is really all about helping a person uh, to learn how to live independently, and you know, helping a person overcome these elements that have led to their homelessness and i mean this is what uh, the city mission is all about uh, taking the you know person comes in may have drug and alcohol mental health may have some medical issues 
um, and and many of them, if not most of them, a, a disconnected spiritual life. Uh, so uh, at the city mission, that's one of the things we're do- we really strive hard to do is address their drug and alcohol, interrupt that, hopefully – as long as they're staying at the mission and staying away from drinking or drugging, the more they do that, the, the better it's going to be for them. Uh, they're able to get uh, address some of the mental health issues. Sometimes it's uh, undiagnosed the mental health problems or diagnosed mental health problems, but the medication that they're taking it tends to um, <laughs> uh, they tend not to like it or whatever the the, the case is. How it makes it feel? Not just address that real quick if you could about this whole thing about the medication element of this uh, because uh, before we started this podcast, you mentioned about the closing of many of the mental health facilities, putting people back in the community and the CRR units, and they walk away from them, stop mm-hmm. taking their medication, and end up becoming uh, uh, making up the large portion of the homeless population. But talk about that for a minute. Well, as I was saying that I think a lot of people who – have been released to the streets, don't like taking their medication because they don't like the way it makes them feel. They can't think as clearly. They're they're more lethargic. And they think, well, if this is what taking medication means for me to be normal, I don't want to be normal. I just want to be the way that I was. So they'll walk away from that, not knowing or seeing the profound impact that it has on how it damages their lives mm. in a, in a, in a um, spiritual sense. In an emotional sense, physically, you know, there, there, there's things that, you know, whether it's weight gain, weight loss, um, all those normal side effects, those can be dealt with. But when we put people into these programs, that's um, that's that's the main thing. And, you know, one thing that I, I try to do, I, I don't tell them a lot of things because they're not ready to hear some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's my goal. The first time I sit down with a person, I'm beginning to plan his exit. Right. I'm beginning to plan what are next steps. Where are you going to go? And I have to weave that into the conversation because if a person's been homeless for a significant period of time, he doesn't know how to live. He doesn't know that people care about him and how to do it. So it's um it's interesting. Oh yeah, that's uh, and, and I've seen that too with people that have uh, um, uh, where the medication is did not do. I mean, it's doing what it needs to do, but uh, they don't like the way the symptoms of uh, the consequences of that, in the sense of how it's making them feel and not being able to think clearly. They refuse their meds, and which is something again at the city mission we help the men and women to learn and understand how why it's important for them uh, to follow their doctors and uh, you know uh, uh, prescription and take the medication properly and 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 learn how to deal with those kinds of symptoms that they're experiencing so that they can continue to li- you know be able to live an independent life so that's uh, um Something that we at the city mission do, and I know John, you're doing that quite often with uh, the folks that you're dealing with, uh, because obviously they don't want to. They don't want to do that, they, right? And you know, and, and that brings up another point that um, just hearing you talk made me think of it. That um, there's a lot of people that self-medicate. Mm. You know, they'll start drinking because they feel depressed, and 
when you really start to talk to them about it, they realize that alcohol is a depressant, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's not doing anything to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do they do? They feel more depressed and they try another drug to make them feel up. And that's when that cycle really starts. So there's no there's no choice in being homeless. It's just mm. they can't live anywhere else. Yeah, always trying to find some kind of balance mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better. But right. it's, uh, unfortunately, uh, it leads to a place of you know homelessness and despair. And well, thankfully, places like the City Mission in Washington, PA, is there to be able to catch them as they fall through these cracks and uh, end up on our streets. And 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 we're there to be able to help them. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for today. Um, so that myth on uh, the homeless uh, um, people are homeless because they choose to be. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, we have debunked that myth to a certain degree. Obviously, we could probably talk for hours and hours and hours oh, on this subject sure. um, and give a lot of statistics and, and be able to jump into it. But uh, generally, that is uh, there's so much that goes into ma- somebody making a choice. Um, and for many of the homeless, it's because of drug addiction, mental illness, medical issues, whatever it might be, all impacting family history, everything that's, uh, that has impacted their ability to choose uh, properly and appropriately. Yeah, and I, I think that if we just, for the listeners to this podcast, whomever wants to ask a question, then we've begun to debunk that myth. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for today's discussion. Uh, Next time, we will talk about the myth number three, which is all homeless people are mentally ill. So we want you to feel free to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. And we would love to have your comments on the topics we discuss. And so until next time, I'm Dean Gartland. And for all of the City Mission team, we want to say thank you and God bless you. Uh, Until next time.